0: This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated. So today, Nick Balorchi is with me, home from his first year at Boulder. And um, Nick, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Can oh. I tell you guys how excited I am to finally get the chance to sit down and, and be on the podcast?
0: Well, now it's family tradition. So I've had Dad, I've had Sam, yeah, and yeah. you're you're wrapping up the, yeah. the four. It occurred to me when I was thinking about sitting down with you today that last year at this time... Um, you were really having a tough moment. And the thing that I really want to talk about today is how difficult it can be to pivot and change directions. And it just so happens that last year, at this time, you were facing exactly such a challenge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's really beautiful to see how far I've come. But, you know, when you talk about a challenge, the this, this challenge, just so everyone knows, is um, freshman year. Um, I just finished my sophomore year at uh, University of Colorado, Boulder. But freshman year, I was at the University of Denver. And, you know, the first semester, it was all right. I made it through. The second semester came and, or excuse me, the quarter. We were on quarter systems there. Sorry, I'm still used to, still used to see you going from quarter to semester. But anyway, so at DU, we were on the, the quarter system. And come the second quarter, I knew I did not want to go to school there. And not only did I know that, but I started being unable to function just as a human being um, under the conditions that I was at at U, just simply mentally what I was, was faced with. And so this challenge that we're going to talk about is how I overcame everything that was in front of me when it came to transfer schools.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that one of the things in looking back now is that You were, I mean, you were fucking miserable. Let's just be honest. You were really miserable. You were really upset. And it took you a while to, I think, fully share how, how bad it got for you. But even with that, right, even with knowing that it wasn't a great fit, even knowing that you were really miserable, it was really hard for you to decide to leave.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I think sometimes what we know still provides a level of comfort, and the thought of changing directions, right? Um, the unknown, the the possibility of what is next even though part of it can be very promising, it's still pretty terrifying.
1: Yeah. And that was that's that, that was the main thing behind it was this idea that regardless of how miserable and how much D you sucked, it still seemed like a better option than starting over from scratch at a completely new place. And I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people face, not just in, you know, transferring schools, but in life is the idea that quitting a job, leaving a toxic relationship, leaving something that has been, you know, going on for such a prolonged period of time. And you've, you know, set such deep roots already that you feel that moving would be actually more detrimental to, you know, your mental health and your overall well-being than staying in the situation. Yeah. So that was something I really faced and I eventually, you know talked to myself. I didn't, obviously I transferred, but I got to the point where I was genuinely talking myself into not transferring, even though yeah. it was so, so blatantly obvious that I needed to.
0: And I mean, I remember the conversations where you were, you were really like considering going back and d- you know, dad and I were, <laughs> were thinking like, how is it possible that he's thinking about going back? But yeah. I think it's, it's that fear and it's not uncommon, right? I think um, it's a really good and timely example, but I think it happens every day. And you know, I think the more time we have in a direction, the more difficult it can be to to essentially pivot and say, you know what? It's time for me to shift. And you know, I think part of it comes from this idea of like, oh well, you committed to it, you better finish it. Yeah, right? Which is pretty strong conditioning that a lot of people have. Well, you got that degree, you better work in that job. Well, you started down this path, you better finish it. We don't quit, you better keep going. And the truth is, we evolve throughout our lives, yeah. and so we start to become different.
1: Yeah. You know, and you know, you just opened up something, and I'm going to make a note. And you know, some people are going to really disagree with me on this. Um,
0: oh, good, because this is boldly stated. So, so bring I really, it. I really
1: hope that a lot of people actually <laughs> listen to this and think about this. But one of the beautiful things that you taught me was when I was younger. I can, I can, I can't simply count the amount of sports and activities I did on, you know, my two hands because every single time, you know, in having ADHD, I, I would stick with things for three days and then be like, all on right, to the next thing. Um, but, you know, with sports, like I really, you know, dad had a deep, deep passion for skiing. He invested so much of his life to it. And when he had kids, he was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to introduce it to him. And I was pretty reluctant to, to do ski racing. Yet when I said, no, you never forced it. And when I started, you know, loving it, and then I stopped loving it, you guys let me out. And, you know, same with football and lacrosse and soccer. So it's this idea that even if one thing in the moment seems like it is the perfect thing, seems like it is your passion, your interest, your deep-rooted loving, you know, the, the thing you were put here to do, when it becomes apparent that it is not that, it is okay to leave. And so this idea that, you know, kids nowadays are being forced to go to these select teams to play sports that I, and eventually they say that they never actually liked is really disappointing because you're only further teaching them that you need to stick with what you commit to in the beginning. Right. And so, you know,
0: and it's look, it's a, it's a slippery slope, right? You have to be a little bit careful because, um, you don't want, you don't want to teach this idea of, oh, just start it and you don't like it or you don't feel good or yeah just quit. Like that is not what I taught you. And that is not what I'm a proponent of. I I do think that there's something to honoring your commitments to a point where you can find an appropriate exit. I think honoring it all the way through to when you're, you know, if you're miserable, you're unhealthy, there's something about it that's, that's truly hurting your soul. That's different. But, you know, like you wanted to quit skiing and dad said, you can quit, but you need to finish the season. Exactly. Um, When Samantha flushed her leotard down the toilet in the middle of, you know, the dance studio. I still (laughs) said, you know, you're going to get through the recital and then you can stop. So I do think, you know, it's not just a drop it in the moment, but I completely agree that we need the freedom and flexibility to to evolve and also to be able to hear our own voices because we're all different. So what I might love is going to be different than what you might love. And I have to learn to respect you and your autonomy as a human, even though you're my kid.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also, I truly believe that there's a... There's an ideology that every single person can take, not only into like sports, but into life is, is treat everything like a, like a wet towel, right? Like, (laughs) hold on, hold on. You see, if you start laughing at the beginning, it doesn't, it ruins the whole thing. I'm sorry. No, treat, treat everything like a wet towel. And you're going to have to bear with me, but it's the idea that when, you know, you go through something, you don't just half-ass dry the wet towel out. You grab a, you know, you grab it and you squeeze and you pry and you twist and you make sure every last fucking drop of water is out of, you know, the, um...
0: That's too many fucks, by the way. You've had three. You're not allowed anymore. So, so, okay,
1: I thought this was boldly stated.
0: It is, but... But,
1: no, but, you know, seriously, though, it's this idea that instead of doing things at a half pace, do them to the fullest, get every last bit out of it you can, and then you dispose of the towel in the sense that squeeze every last bit out of it you can... I love that. ...and get rid of it. I love that. So even if something is toxic... Acknowledge that you've gotten every last bit of water out of it and move on. So that's, me, that's this idea of, of treating it like a wet towel.
0: Well, can I, can I ask you a question Please. about that a little bit more? So I'm going to challenge it a little bit, right? So let's say the towel is toxic. Let's say the towel's unhealthy. Let's say the towel is making you feel like you're going to pass out by just holding it do you really need to keep squeezing the towel or is it okay to just throw the towel away?
1: No, and that's and I, I think that's beautiful. And no, that is when you should throw the towel away. Okay. And you should accept that you've squeezed enough out of it. Okay. It's not about focusing on saying, you know what, like I'm in a toxic relationship, but the year's not over. And like, I'm going to just finish out the year. No, it's the idea that, you have to understand when there is more left to give Mm. and when there is not any left to be given. So I think that's why I meant when I said that you allowed me to leave sports. I I didn't show up to practice and be like, nah, I'm not doing this. I played years at each of these sports. I played multiple years of soccer, multiple years of, you know, I'm not going to go on, but it was the idea that I learned, you know, different skills, not only on the field, but off the field with my teammates, with parents, with different types of interactions and then when I lost the passion for the sport, I still kept all of the positive interactions and qualities, techniques and skills that I learned, but I, I disregarded the negative and toxic aspects of it. And that allowed me to move on positively. Yes. Which is the same thing that I told myself to push my ass to transfer from <laughs> DU to, uh, to CU.
0: Yeah. So, and it's been a really good change for you. It's been amazing. It's funny. Cause I, it reminds me of this story. So, um, Bear with me for a second, but I think it's it's sort of relevant to our conversation. So there's this person, and um, they're super, super religious and they 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 go down this path, right? Like their life's path, their life's purpose, and they're walking down it and they're determined, right, to fulfill whatever this this mission and purpose is. And they go and they go and they go. And and it's hard, right? And and they get to this point and they see like this horrible, muddy like cesspool of just crap in front of them. And right before they get to it, there's a street and it points right and it points left and there's arrows that go either direction, but they're determined that they need to stay on this path and they're looking forward and it's like, okay, I'm going to must, you know, muster the will to get through it and they they pray and they say, "Okay, give me the strength. I'm going to I got to get through this." So they do. And they push and push and push and they get through the, you know, cesspool, muddy, crappy, cold stuff and they carry on in their journey and they keep going. And a little bit further down the road, they're like, oh, you know, still going on this journey. Got to get to where I'm going. And they hit a a crossroads. And there's, again, a road that goes right, a road that goes left, but straight ahead, right? There's what looks like a cliff and they have to jump. And they're like, okay, you know what? Challenge again. I can do this. I got to jump. I'm going to jump. Please give me the strength to jump. And they go to jump and they launch themselves and they, they barely make it. They're clinging to the edge, the other side of the cliff with their hands and they haul themselves up. And now they like barely have any strength and they're bleeding. And anyway, they continue on. Um, and eventually, you know, they continue, they continue. They've gone on this road because they're just determined that they have to stay straight on this path. And at the end they get to, you know, the end of their life and they go to heaven and they say like, you know, that was just so hard. It was so incredibly hard. Why didn't you support me more? I was so devout. I was so devoted to doing this path and it was just brutal why didn't you give me a sign? Why didn't you help me? You know, why was it so difficult? And the answer was, dude, I I gave you a sign at every opportunity. There was a sign left and right, and you chose to go through the cesspool. There was a sign left and right. You chose to jump across the cliff. Like, like you had the signs to redirect multiple times, but you were so focused on staying on the path that wasn't really serving you.
1: Yeah. And so Beautiful thing, summary point is, you know, how do you know what wind is favorable if you don't know what port you're sailing to?
0: Well, I think that you get to choose because <laughs> there's multiple paths to everywhere. And
1: that's, what, and that's the whole point is the idea that, you know, nobody truly knows what they love until they fail enough to understand what they don't love. Correct. So the idea that, you know, maybe for those of you out there that are sitting behind a desk job that, you know, are putting up with something that, you know, damn well you shouldn't be. Stop. You know. <laughs> so you know. I, I talked to a buddy of mine too the other day. He's also thinking about you know transferring schools, but he's in the same spot. He's like, you know, I've made a good amount of friends, but I, it's just not for me, man. But I don't want to start over. And it's the idea of you know, are you really starting over, or are you you know starting a new path? Yes. It's the idea that I think you know, it's the idea of don't don't think about everything's nothing now. No. 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 no you completed exactly what you were meant to do on that, you know, set path and now it's time for you to start anew.
0: I love that so much and actually I think it can be helpful to think about it as maybe not even starting new but just pivoting and shifting, right? So because our journey is a continuum. And I think it sometimes is the idea of like oh my gosh, I have to start anew that feels so incredibly daunting. But if it's really just this is just a turn in the journey, it's a fork in the road, and I'm choosing one, um, it's all part of the same thing, right, as opposed to starting completely over, which can feel like a lot. Um, So I'm curious, right now, as you sit here and look back, what do you think it was that actually really helped you get over your, your fear and anxiety about making the change? Do you remember?
1: Yeah. And you know, this is a really, really good question. And to be honest with you, I'm not going to give some huge, long philosophical answer. Um, Honestly, I really believe it was the idea of me looking back at where my journeys, the different paths that I had taken to get to where I was at that very moment. And I realized how many pivots I had made that led me to such amazing people, places, and things. And so when it came time to decide to leave and to be done and to actually get my mindset around transferring, I told myself that what was the worst that could happen from transferring? What was the worst thing that could happen? If I was in such a bad spot, there's no way it could be anywhere close to that bad. So the only thing that could happen was it's got to be at least a little better than my current situation, right? And that was kind of what helped me move. And I know it sounds pretty simple, but honestly, like, it was just so straightforward. And when it comes to something so big like that, some long philosophical answer, it's not what you're looking for. It's simply just, how can I actually just be me and get through this? Mm. So.
0: Oh my gosh, that's the soundbite for this episode. How can I just be me and get through this? I feel like that's the answer right there, right? Because, you know... I remember just feeling so badly for you and so, so sad because I wanted to help you and I wanted to fix it. And I wanted to be like, you know, it's going to be fine. But like, I can't tell you that. I don't know for sure. You know, being a parent of now adult children and watching you take control of your own journey and your own destiny, you know, I still have that desire to, to help you through and to help make it okay. But it's also really amazing to watch you make it okay for you. And to believe that you have everything it takes to do that. And so when you make really courageous moves, like, you know what, this is really hard. And I know how hard that was, but I also see the benefits. Like I've never seen you this happy ever. And so that's pretty cool. Right. And it was all you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I also just would love to add something like the last kind of final point I would say about the whole transferring thing is. You know, this was one of the, uh, like this transferring was just an example, but there are so many instances where sometimes making a shift goes terribly wrong, but it's, it's such a key point of like, okay, why did that go so wrong? So like, no matter what kind of pivot you make, it will always be, it'll always give you the opportunity to learn, to grow, to understand some element that will help you then succeed in another way. And yeah. so that's just something I would I would take, you know, if you're listening, take that and apply it to any any aspect of a decision. Mm-hmm. Because truly, like think about it. You know, deciding whether McDonald's or Chipotle, those are two drastically different food choices that'll have drastically different outcomes. Just like a job one and job two will be different in, you know, pros and cons to everything. So yada yada yada. Yeah. There's there's always some part of the orange that is that is, you know, usable.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, you know, it's music to my ears to hear you say that because it's what I've been teaching you and Sam your whole life and, and, you know, the students that I teach and that like a lot of people, I feel like they sit back yeah. and they wait no. for perfect circumstances no. for the right information to land Doesn't for somebody exist. to tell them, right? Like this is the direction, yeah. but if you just move in a direction, you're going to get the information you need, which is, Oh, this feels really good. Or, Oh, this feels really bad. And either way it's helpful because if it's bad you're going to turn and go somewhere else. You just need to start engaging with life. And I feel like there's so much pressure on you guys, your generation, not you, because I've worked really hard to make sure you don't feel this pressure, but like this, this idea to be perfect and to be right. There's so much fear around failing and screwing it up and getting it wrong. Um, even for, you know, my colleagues, my peers, we have a, like our society is scared to f- screw things up. And yet It's the only way we ever evolve and do freaking amazing big things is to not be terrified.
1: I just see failure as a free lesson in life. That's it. Mm -hmm. So.
0: I love it. Well, you've grown up a lot this year, my child. (laughs) This is awfully fun for me to see.
1: I bet it is. But you know what? The real fun part is what they can't see and what people haven't seen in the journey of how I've gotten here. So you're thinking, wow, he's so mature and he's so grown up. It's, It's taken a lot of failing. I'll tell you that. But finally, in all 20 years, I've learned one thing is if I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail forwards. Mm-hmm. So
0: I love it. I love it. So your advice to anyone out there in in your place in life, 20-ish, maybe not super happy with the school they're in or yeah. the job they're doing would be to go ahead and take that leap.
1: Take the leap. Learn, evolve, and move forwards. Truly. It's the only way to live. So, you know. Life is beautiful and it's always what you make of it. So, why not take the leap? Why not? Why not?
0: Why not, indeed?
1: Exactly.
0: Thank you so much for being my my guest today. Always a pleasure. Always a
1: pleasure. And please excuse my potty mouth.
0: Yeah, that was a lot of potty words. I'm sorry. I think I started it though. So, I think I I, I encouraged you. (laughs) It's okay. It is boldly stated. We are allowed to use the potty words. Um, I'm (coughs) super grateful for your time with me today. And, um, This is Kim Balorchi. You've been listening to Boldly Stated. Until next time, we'll see you back on the show.